What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. Dave Chappelle spares no one in his new comedy special. Jake Gyllenhaal talks filming sexy time scenes with Jennifer Aniston. Is it ever okay to give back or rehome your dog? And Chris Pratt was spotted hanging out with one of your favorite Christian conservatives. Plus, we back with some Pop Culture Rewind. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Dave Chappelle's new comedy special, The Closer, is out on Netflix, and he goes after everyone. And I mean everyone. Trans people, conservatives, Jews, leftists, gay people, white people, Asian people, black people. It's like the good old days of comedy are back every time he does a set. Like he said himself before, it's not about being mean, it's about being funny. Something that PC and cancel culture have stolen from comedy. Why do you think Gen Z has no sense of humor? No one has ever actually insulted them with comedy. They're like, allergic to laughter. Comedians have a responsibility to speak recklessly. Sometimes the funniest thing to say is mean. Remember, I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm saying it because it's funny. Let's play. Anyway, he also released a different ad for it, and this ad is so funny to me because you have Dave Chappelle, right, just driving on country roads in an old pickup truck with Morgan Freeman narrating, and if you listen closely, there's a piano version of Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. This is Dave. He tells jokes for a living. Driving down these country roads is a lot like a meditation. He's deep in thought, back in the trance. Five specials in as many years. How do you close a body of work that profound? So one of the jokes that everyone is talking about in The Closer is when Dave roasted the LGBTQ peeps for holding the baby emotionally hostage after his little mishap. A lot of the LGBTQ community doesn't know the baby's history. He's a wild guy. He once shot a and killed him in Walmart. Oh, this is true. Google it. The baby shot and killed a in Walmart in North Carolina. Nothing bad happened to his career. Do you see where I'm going with this? <laughs> in our country, you can shoot and kill a but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. Another joke that I personally thought was hilarious was when he tore apart the mainstream media narrative that anti-Asian violence is being perpetrated by white supremacists. Dave called out the brothers beating Asians up in cities across the country and said that all these black on Asian assaults were similar to what was happening inside his body when he was battling the Rona. <laughs> 
I love this man so much. I hope I can see him live one day. One of the greats, along with Eddie Murphy. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. You look mighty cute in them jeans. And Jim Gaffigan. Duh. There's different sections in hospitals. There's the emergency room, the intensive care unit, which sounds scary, but I don't know why anyone would want to stay anywhere but the intensive care unit. It kind of implies the rest of the hospital's like, look, we care, but we're not going to be a spaz about it. <laughs> I get a phone call, I'm going to take it, right? We're like the mediocre care unit, which is better than we couldn't care less unit. Those guys are horrible. Have you ever seen the movie The Good Girl from 2002 with Jake Gyllenhaal and Jennifer Aniston? Okay, I have not seen this, but now I want to. Filled with sweet candy and such. But one day you look around and see a prison and you're on death row. You want to run or scream or cry. But something's locking you up. Are the other folks' cows chewing cud till the hour come when their heads roll? Or are they just keeping quiet like you? Planning their escape. I'm your left, honey. What's that cashier's name? Can't say. When did he start working here? Don't know. Yesterday. Who is he? No, can't say. Jake Gyllenhaal was asked on Howard Stern about this movie and if it was torture filming the sexy scenes with Jennifer. He said it was absolutely torture, so they put a pillow between them. I'm as hard as a diamond in an ice storm right now. He also said that filming those scenes is so awkward because there's just like 50 people standing around watching. He said it's all very mechanical and like a choreographed dance. You feel that steam heat coming? That's from my undercarriage. Okay. Now that's one of my favorite movie couples. If you know, you know. I love them so much. HGTV's resident drama queen, Christina Hack, says she had to make the hard decision to rehome the dog she adopted for her kids last year. <laughs> Is this okay to do? She said there were too many behavioral issues with the Rottweiler named Biggie. She even deleted all her Instagram photos with him. Okay, this doing the most, is it not? I mean, I deleted all the photos of me and my ex. Oh my God, all the drama. Let me know, is it okay to adopt a dog and then say, JK, never mind? Some people even do that with kids, which until recently, I didn't even know was legal. I doubt my parents did either, or they definitely would have given me back. By far the most exciting pop culture news of the week is Chris Pratt hanging out with Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, the world's most trusted and accurate news source, of course. You know, I know I sound like a broken record, but we are buddies. You're my best friend, that's it. You're my best friend. I don't know where they were or why they were together, but Seth captioned the picture, and then Chris Pratt said, dude, I have to get a selfie with you before you go. My friends won't even believe this. Why do I have a feeling that conversation went the other way around? Either way, this is the dynamic duo we not only wanted, but needed. Hell yeah, he's cool. Pop Culture Rewind time. Let's see what happened this week in pop culture history.
1969 this week, we went to the moon. Oh my gosh, that even Steven song. In 1969 this week, the first episode of Monty Python's Flying Circus aired on BBC One. It ran 45 episodes ending prior to the release of Monty Python and the Holy Grail in 1975. Look, you stupid b you've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look, it's just a flesh wound. In 1990, Beverly Hills 90210 premiered this week on Fox. Then this week in 1992, singer Sinead O'Connor stirred up controversy when she ripped up a picture of Pope John Paul II on Saturday Night Live. While hugely controversial, she may have been one of the first celebrities that fell victim to cancel culture. Over evil. Fight the real enemy. In 1995 this week, more than 150 million people tuned in for the announcement of the verdict in the O.J. Simpson trial. The not guilty verdict was met with both praise and criticism. I wonder if this is when Kim K first thought of taking the baby bar. All right, Mr. Simpson, would you please stand and face the jury? Mrs. Robinson. Superior Court of California, County of Los Angeles, in the matter of the people of the state of California versus Orenthal James Simpson, case number BA097211. We, the jury in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of Then this week in 2000, the crime show Gods Delivered, CSI Crime Scene Investigation on CBS. I'm Holly Gribbs. Thanks. Catherine Willows. And I'm Leslie Stahl. Look, forget the formalities. Which one of you people is going to clean my counter here? Let me tell you something, lady. If you don't care about catching the suspect, neither do we. We're out of here. <laughs> And in 2011, one of my favorite spoopy shows, American Horror Story, premiered on FX. The best seasons were one through four, and the rest are crap. Don't at me. Stings in here. Stings like and that's what happened this week in pop culture history. Besides Pop Culture Rewind Day, do you know what day it is? We're getting a new episode of The Spillover! <laughs>
Tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, look for our teaser of who the guest will be. Then at midnight Eastern and 9 p.m. Pacific, the episode will be out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. As always, please leave a five-star review when you listen. And if you're one of those weird people who can be patient, you can wait until Friday night when you'll be able to watch the episode on Politics YouTube and TPUSA Live. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. Oh, I need to say something before we wrap this show up. I forgot. Okay, so I found out that I got the green light to hire a producer, y'all, for politics and the spillover. I'm pretty sure that as a producer, you would be helping with both. You also need to be willing to live in Phoenix, Arizona for this job. And basically, if you are somebody that's like, oh, this is a story that's perfect for politics, or I know a guest that would be great for the spillover, and also you think you could get into my brain, know how to help me emotionally project and be a star, then this is the job for you. Okay, so go to tpusa.com slash careers. We are also still hiring a social media admin that you can apply for as well. Both of those jobs require you to live in Phoenix. So that is the T. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Work for me! Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Politics experience to follow us on Instagram at Politics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.